This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 90 of Tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Ajelos, and with me this afternoon, the man over there playing his console, Avi Optimal. How are you, sir? Ah, I'm doing really good. Nine. Ten away from 100 episodes. Yeah, ten away from 100 episodes. We're almost there. Almost oh. at the big... One oh oh, yeah. Ooh, hundred episodes. Dear goodness, we've been here for a long time. I don't even know what we're doing for the hundredth episode. Like, I have no idea. Like, none. I'll buy a fancy beer for that. Peggy's just shaking her head. Like, I'm gonna be there, right? Yeah, hundredth episode. Get some to baby. Oh. Baby. I wasn't supposed to say that out loud. Apparently, it's supposed to be I'm, a surprise. I'm doing man. everything wrong. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble, guys. Now it's no longer a surprise. Now it's no longer a surprise. Well, you still need to tell me what we're doing for our 100th episode. Well, that was going to be the surprise. I know, but... I'll be there, but... Oh. All right. I'm in trouble. And take all the hate off of me. Staldian, how are you, sir? (laughs) Hey, there's no hate over here. Hi, I'm doing fine. No hate over here. That's right. All right, how have you been doing this week, sir? Uh, yeah, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, did anyone make much use of the Black Friday? Uh, anything crazy? Uh, the Black uh, Freitas sale, of course. Well, that or any Black Friday stuff. We're, we're computer nerds. It's all bound to be gaming related some way or another. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Far Cry Four on the PlayStation for like a nickel, so that was nice. <laughs> for like one nickel. Oh, well. That shows, I guess, I don't know if that's the quality of the game or if it's just a really good deal. Who knows? Hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Have you played it yet? Just a little bit. Uh, not enough to give any feedback on it. Gotcha. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'll say that. Ah, I see. I see. All right. Well, guys, it's been a holiday weekend and pretty much all week has had absolutely zero news on the Elder Scrolls Online front. 
uh, with the exception of one thing, which is Monday, uh, or this, I shouldn't say Monday, but I guess this week during the original maintenance for both consoles, you guys will be getting the, I don't know what the number patch is for you guys, but for us it was 2.2.6, which is the one that fixed the load screens. Yay. Yeah, very, <laughs> very important patch. That is honestly probably one of the most important patches that have come out so far because those load screens are terrible and they and the patch has fixed the majority of them on the on the PC side of things. So this week guys be prepared for not having to, you know, have to take a bowel movement every time you yeah, <laughs> do a load screen. That was what really, I said on you're... You really did it up on that episode at ESOTR, I huh? I did, and that's going to be my new thing. The bowel movement load screen. Oh, I think that's yeah. just what we're going to roll with. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I, I can wait. So that's really... Oh, my goodness. I just got Sneak Thief Extraordinaire. Hey, <laughs> I have officially go. pickpocketed a thousand people in Tamriel. And oh, my goodness. I can now finally get rid of these four points in Ledger Main. Ledger Domain or whatever in the heck it's called. The subpar thieves guild, uh, the wannabe thieves guild, the wannabe thieves guild, the the outlaws. I need those four points. I got to put them in other locations. So I will definitely be doing that. All right, let's go ahead and we're just going to move right into some discussion topics because we did actually have a couple that we wanted to talk about this uh, this week. Um, in in. Lou of having a lot of news, um, I've been going through our emails, and first and foremost, I have to apologize to all the people who have been emailing me uh, in the show. Uh, I've been getting a lot of spam lately on our official email, and I've been working with our email provider who who hosts that to uh, get some better spam filters in place, um, but I've been getting tons of spam. So unfortunately, that means emails have been not getting lost, just not getting to in a timely manner because I'm rooting through all the spam mail. Um, so I actually have a couple of them today that I have to dig through. And my little milk drinker is screaming his head off. <laughs> He's excited. He has things he has to say too. Um, all right. Well, let's start off first um, with the first one we got, which is from our Patreon supporter, uh, Cameron. He goes, I have a question that I've been compu- confused about for a while. Why does everyone hate the vet ranks? Are they just taking away from are they are they just taking away the vet ranks and just keeping everyone's level at 50 or would they just increase the level cap? Why does everyone hate the vet ranks? I think, I think you I think you guys said it pretty good on ESOTR with the a lot of people who level alts like myself hate leveling hate them simply because god they're such a grind if you gotta do them more than once right yeah it's i definitely feel like it's the it's the people with the multiple alts that are that have the issues the first time going through it it's not that bad at first it was a little bit of a pain because of the sheer amount of i guess i i wouldn't say it's too much of a pain before they nerfed the the content in the the later zones, um, it was not that it was overly difficult. Some people thought it was. I personally didn't. I know Estelle and you didn't either. Thought it was a nice difficulty before, where it made it difficult for a single player, two players. It was doable, but still required a little bit of coordination. Um, 
but it was such a departure from how it was from the one to 50 experience that they didn't ease you into it. And a lot of gamers nowadays feel like it was so difficult. And the, and the time it took to level was so vast that it, it just didn't feel like you were gaining power. And in reality, the only way you were gaining power in the early points was by getting new gear, which was very expensive at the time to make anyway. So people didn't really get new vet gear every vet level. They did it every few. That meant that you were spending huge amounts of time leveling, very little time feeling like you were actually gaining power because you weren't getting new stats every time you gained a vet level, at least originally. And um, you also weren't gaining power because you couldn't afford or didn't want to waste the materials to go from vet one to vet two. Um. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Uh, Steldian. Uh, yeah, well, I think you're right. It's mainly for having alts. It just gets really tedious. But to be honest, for me, it was them nerfing vet ranks, which caused a big problem in the first place. Because not only was it a long grind, it's just bloody boring. As I was saying before we started, there's, just, there's no challenge in it. So you do your quests, which are fun, enjoyable little quests. But the doing of the quest is fun the actual in-between getting from A to B is the really boring part because mobs just get in your way. They're not a challenge or anything, just a frustration. Like, oh, you've not, I've got to get off my horse and kill you and you step off. It takes longer to get off your horse than to kill the mobs and then you're back on your horse, you move a few more inches, like, oh, crap, I've got to fight this guy as well. It's just a real, doing that for five, ten zones worth and millions of experience of mobs just falling over when you look at them. It's like, oh, this is so pointless. I may as well just be max level at this point and get on with whatever the game has to offer me later on. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I honestly think that was a lot of it. I mean, the, the current iteration of veteran point or veteran ranks really aren't that big of a deal. I don't believe they've nerfed them down in terms of difficulty to get them. Uh, it doesn't take near as much experience as it once did. Um, and every time you gain levels, you gain skill points. Now you gain attribute points. So you are gaining without needing to gain in ranks the current iteration is not that bad like it's it's not i, I mean they could have left it in and it would have been okay um but yeah, I, back back in the day one of the big problems was that you can finish you can finish gold content and you'll only be vr10 and then any other content the xp is such, is so shot and bad it takes forever to get the other six or before four uh, VR ranks, but now it's not really like that since they reduced it. You can pretty much get VR 16 before finishing gold content pretty easy, and you get good experience in Rothgar and in all these other places, including including Cyrodiil now, so I, I don't really mind them anymore. They used to be a big issue, but... Well, there were, se- there were several iterations of them. Originally, it was just like normal levels, how you know how normal levels went up. Oh, I just gained a mage point. Um, how normal levels went up where every time you gained a level, the next levels required more experience. Uh, the first ones, it was millions and millions and millions of experience to gain champion points. That's why it took so long. And there wasn't enough quests. People were going through the, the zones and going, wow, I'm doing all the quests and stuff like that. And I'm not enough. I didn't gain enough power in this zone to make it to the next zone, um, which only lasted for a short period so then what did they do they said all right let's just remove that let's just do a flat uh one million experience per veteran rank throughout all of them right 
That was awful. That was the worst conversion ever. Yeah, because you know what happened then? People were running out of quest and not actually gaining, you know, enough experience. It was it was weird. Like people weren't gaining they were doing all the quests before and they were so far behind. It helped later, but when they nerfed uh, along with that 1 million, they also at that point nerfed the veteran ranks difficulty. So people were flying through the zones. So they were getting through gold content because, you know, they were skipping mobs and stuff like that. It, originally, you had to like pull every mob. You had to be careful. Like if more than one mob showed up, you were you were you were in trouble if you were solo or whatever the case may be. So you were very careful, and that meant you pulled more mobs as a result because you're like, should we get that guy over there in the corner? Uh, there's a chance he won't pull for us, but if he does, we're screwed. So let's go ahead and pull him. Kind of uh, like how this in Imperial City right now. If you get too many mobs on you, you're pretty much you're yeah. done for. Yeah, the difficulty in Imperial City, and I think I even remarked on that, was that the difficulty in Imperial City was like what the veteran ranks were before. And I think I actually kind of threw a couple of people off when they went in there like, oh, it's so difficult. Well, you know, it's, it's still not really all that difficult. It's just you're used to face rolling everything and now you can't have has some challenge to it now. Yeah. And yeah. And I like that. Um, Orsinium kind of went backwards on that as a little bit of a in some acts in some aspects. The main quest mobs and mobs in there are very simple. Like they're not hard. Um, but the world bosses require groups and that I actually think is really cool. Like how it should be. Um, now it's not like massive raid groups or anything, but you know, it's uh, a four man party at least with a healer and someone taking the tank blows or, you know, unless you're really, really good. It, it does take a handful of people. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the boss fight I did and it would be nice. They revamped all the old bosses to make them all like that. Every boss should be a proper boss fight. Yeah, no, and it's also nice because it, it brings back a little bit of sense of that community, Estelle, and we were talking about earlier, because if you're in Rothgar right now, they do daily quests that offer you gear that you get a bag for, and you have to kill a world boss, so you constantly, when you're in Rothgar, see people going, looking for more for the Mad Ogre, have quest, we'll share, you know, people are trying to get groups together to take these guys down, it's definitely a... A step in the right direction. I, I want them to keep going with the, what they did in Rothgar and build on it. Because as much as Estelle and you and I, we like that you need a group for everything. It's an Elder Scrolls game. They're probably never going to go that route. But I think they met a nice a nice um, conjunction between the two uh, of needing to group and being able to solo a lot of stuff like you can be your solo adventure, but there are things that you need groups for and they incentivize them, I think, in a fairly good way uh, with the daily quests that people are always going, hey, I need people to look for. They need to they need to keep this and they need to keep trying it more often, like build upon this because this is this is a good step. Definitely. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I haven't, I haven't tried the public dungeons, but I'm hoping they're a similar vein to the. Um, world bosses and you're right i am obviously biased because i love i think grouping should be the main thing but you're right this is this is an elder scrolls game it's not designed to be everything's got to be grouped or even most things need to be grouped uh, and you know i'm fine with that it's more the objection that i'm trying to work out what level of competency have they based their solo play for because they're soloing then there's just a whole new level of soloing because i don't know it just it just confuses me like 
Orsinium, the, the mobs, the, the everyday mobs you come across just fall over when you go near them. And I, I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure why they were quite so easy because I'm pretty sure even if you were, well, it's all battle leveled anyway, but I only wear some old gear from before the patch and the mobs aren't even a vague challenge to me. And I'm just wondering, you know, that's fine, solo game, but there must be some level of challenge you can give to a soloer. Right. It's kind of insulting. Right. I don't know if they if they were very careful with that just because of, of it being a battle leveled zone. So yeah, I mean you have you could have technically a level ten coming in here and being battle leveled up. That's very true. And they practically have no skills whatsoever, no passives, no nothing. So you you know I think they tried to strike a balance. And but I mean, generally, like like I said, for the game that it is, both of us realize this game is an Elder Scrolls game that's they're they're never going to do the hardcore like you need groups for everything. But it's no. nice to know that they're putting incentives out there. They're changing things that do need grouping and giving people an incentive to actually group up and do it together. Yeah, it's a big deal. I think it's a great, great step forward. Yeah. For a modern MMO that is a a great concept and they need to keep going with that and, and building upon that. I think every zone should pretty much be Orsinium plus something else. Build upon Orsinium. Take what Orsinium did, do all of that again, but build on to it. Show us what else you can do. Talking of that, do we have any idea what they're doing with the silver and gold content? Do we think they've got plans of making that a battle level type idea or... Well, you know what? You you are perfect because you rolled into what our next topic was. Wow, there we are. It's like segue. we practiced. Like, literally, <laughs> that was a perfect segue, and there was no way we practiced that because I don't even think I told you what the no, topic I was. I going to bring up, but there we are. Our buddy Kilted Piper. Um, he is a uh, – uh, actually, I believe, yeah, he is a Patreon supporter of ours uh, as well as a guild officer of ours. He's a great guy. And he posed a question to both us and Elder Scrolls off the record asking about when they re- – let me see if I can pull it up here because I think I have it in my email. I want to get his words exactly and not actually just say whatever it is I'm going to say. Uh, for discussion, when veteran ranks is removed, how do you – how do they battle level? Specifically, like you said, silver and gold content and future content. Future content, they're they're going to battle level – like they did Orsinium, but even Orsinium is battle level to VR 16. How do we foresee them? Like when everything's 50, that's cold Harbor, right? Like that 50, but silver was easier than gold. Gold is supposed to be harder. And then you also have areas such as Craglorn, uh, Rothgar. How are they going to show us progression? How are they going to show us difficulty? going forward i want to hear your thoughts like what are they going to do yeah i know a lot i I know it's interesting to think about but it's like what what are they going to do how are they going to do it because once everyone's 50 that's great but the thing about the vr zones now at least the silver and gold silver was v or supposed to be vr1 to vr5 um and the mobs are leveled accordingly to that like i am at the end of uh, Bancora right now, at the very, very end, and the mobs are VR5. 
Well, they're going to have to think about the new people. So, I mean, if you just if you don't have any VR characters and no champion points, then you finally reach VR one and enter, or not VR one, but reach level fifty and get a champion point, then most likely, uh, I don't know, it'd probably just be battle level to VR sixteen, and the gear would be based upon your champion points, kind of like in Zone 1, you have to have at least 10 champion points to put on the gear there. Something along that line? I, I'm not sure. Okay, so you're, think, you're, you're thinking that what they're going to do is, well, if you look at it, I mean, it actually does kind of work with the champion points, and then I'll get to Esteldine here in a second. I want to hear his thoughts, too. But within a certain amount of champion points, after 10 champion points, what is what is that? That's roughly 9% more powerful in one stat. I don't know what you would have to do to brace that across an entire character, but if you put 10 points into, um, well, let me actually show you here. I think I have something on, on the screen. I'm going to pull up my champion points. I think I actually have something that only has 10 in it. I have 20. Okay. So 20 points in precise strikes right now is giving me increased critical weapon, uh, strike by 8.1%. So that's 20. So if they were going to scale mobs saying they had 10 champion points or whatever, how would they spread that out? You think they're just going to try to do a base percentage going, okay, these mobs are essentially 6% more powerful, and then the ones that are VR2 would be 15 champion points or whatever the heck it is that they want? Um, well, how, how does it work in Arsenium right now? Do, do the do the guys in Arsenium all have a whole bunch of champion points? Or? No, but they're scaled to VR sixteen. So what? Well, actually, they're scaled to VR sixteen, uh, which is what they equated to one hundred and sixty champion points. Uh, that's what they said. One hundred and sixty champion points is the equation of VR sixteen, um, and that's what they're going to require people to have in order to equip gear that's VR sixteen that whole conversion email that we talked about last week uh they they gave us a lot of math showing showing how they were going to convert people so that and and catch up mechanics for people um because they didn't want people who you know maybe got vr 16 before the change or before farming a lot of champion points or whatever and then signed into their character after they removed the veteran ranks and went, wow, I only have a hundred champion points. I can't even equip the gear I had on at VR 16. Cause I just didn't do anything. Right. Right. Cause I only had 130 or something like that up until recently, up until they did the, the change. Cause I wasn't actively farming ton. Like I wasn't, well, I, I honestly wasn't playing a whole lot uh, of content where I gained experience. I was I was doing a lot of gathering. I was doing a lot of stuff like that. I wasn't because Thais wasn't playing, so I wasn't actively questing that much. So my champion points were woefully low for a very long time. Had that change come into effect, even though I was veteran rank 16, I wouldn't have been able to equip the gear. Esteldian, we haven't heard from you yet. Uh, no. Um, I'm going to assume that this, if they do change to... Well, once they get rid of vet ranks, since all gear is going to be based on champ points, it makes sense that the zones will be the same kind of idea. Um, since they're going to have to shake things up anyway, it makes perfect sense to make silver and gold in the same style of Orsinium, in that the silver content or whatever is, is your sort of battle level to a certain amount, to the equivalent of saying it's 100 champ points or whatever, mm-hmm. and your gear, or more importantly, your gear becomes the equivalent of whatever a guy with 100 champ points can wear. So even if you're a fresh 50 and you've only got zero champ points to your name 
you go into the, the silver zones and well it then treats you as whatever a guy with 100 champ points therefore your gear's been boosted to the equivalent of vr8 gear or whatever the hell they're going to do with it um and just boost you like that um it's definitely going to be complicated but they must already have a plan um because Orsinium obviously going to suffer the same thing that's already designed to battle level but you're going to lose the bet 16 and it's going to be champ point based instead and as i say if, if they're doing all gear based on champ points as well it just makes perfect sense that it's all going to be based on your champ point levels and it'd be nice because it means you can go to silver or gold and well you get you get to choose basically it gives you the freedom of an elder scrolls game you finish the main content you can go wherever you want silver content gold content or cinium ideally Kraglon would hit the same treatment right now that would be that would be really good for the elder scrolls feeling if they locked it out the problem is i will say one thing that is going to be kind of annoying they currently lock silver and gold behind that quest that you can't oh, yeah balls to the quest give it the quest waste of time yeah, the the sil- you know the Cadwell's silver, Cadwell's gold. He should just give you both right away because right now yeah. they're locked. You have to finish the one before you can get the other, and that well, makes that's, it. That's fake. It's, it's a weak ass quest story anyway. It's just an excuse to let you go to the different content, and yeah, the quest itself gives you bugger all at the end anyway. So there's there's no loss of that quest disappearing at all, other than him saying, "Hey, now you can check out the other factions and learn." what it's right. like on their side or whatever and boom off you go go where you want honestly i wouldn't feel all that bad about pretty much them removing the quest you talk to cadwell you get a uh a quest right afterward you know cadwell's uh well, you get still you get to touch the light of meridia the yeah and that and that finishes the quest like it doesn't give you a quest going oh experience the thing just literally go oh okay here's cadwell's i don't know uh, Cadwell's light or something, just rename it. It doesn't have to be gold, whatever. You get that, and when you touch the beacon, it it teleports you to one of the the factions or whatever, and that finishes the quest. Like you just finished it like you would, and there's no more quests. But then you're able to port to either zone. You know, unlock uh, essentially when you it should just as soon as you click the Meridia's light, it unlocks travel to those two locations where you start Volcal guard and Glen Umbra. And then when you look at your map, Oh look, I have two locations I can go to. Where do I want to go? Yeah. I like that. It'd be kind of dumb if they just locked out gold content and it's like, well, what's special about gold content? Oh, nothing really. It's just a story. Yeah. So nothing. Then, 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 then why is it locked out? It doesn't make any sense. So, right. I mean, you can, yeah. you wouldn't even have to call it silver and gold. They could just call it, you know, I mean, they can even give it the names of the uh, of the um, alliances. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the Dominion, the Dominion, and the Covenant are yeah. the pack. Yeah, and you get both quests at once. That way, if you really wanted to keep the quest, you could keep it. Just as soon as you you get it, you get both quests, and then it allows you to progress. And that way, if you're sitting there going, "Man, I really hate Alakir Desert." Well, I'm going to go over to Ordon for a bit, or Green Shade, and then as soon as you get the Green Shade, you're going, "I'm going back to the darn." desert <laughs> yeah two two quests two quests that go one says cadwell's daggerfall or covenant and the other one says cadwell's dominion there you go cadwell's you pact know. there you go yeah. and you just yeah. pick where you want to go that would be great if they were able to do something like that because that really would eliminate and i think it would bring a lot of elder scrolls fans in speaking more towards the avi crowd of this <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking to you avi here the Avi crowd, which is the Elder Scrolls go wherever you want crowd, 
would not really speak too much to the MMO crowd, which is the Esteldian side of things, because um, it still would be solo-ish content. But yeah, but it wouldn't offend me. I'd at least have the freedom to go where I want. So while I'm not an Elder Scrolls lover, I'd appreciate the fact that I can just go wherever my go where I want on a whim. Go, oh, I'm going to go right. there today. But it, it would make it feel less. Honestly, it would make it feel a lot less theme parky. It would make it feel more sandboxy, go where you want kind of deal. Because right now, it really is very much on rails. Now, when you're in the individual zones, you could pretty much do it in almost any order with the exception of the main quest line. The main quest line has to be done in the order for each zone. Um, but just because the event, it pushes a story along. But you, it doesn't stop you from going, I'm going to... Um, you know, go to to this area or this area. I can just go. I like it. Yeah, we like the freedom. I mean, I say, funny enough, old school MMOs were very much like that. There's about 15 different zones I can think of at the top of my head, all for the same sort of level range back in the old days of EverQuest 1. You should should be amazed at how many places you could go if you wanted to. So the whole more Titan theme park is more of a new age thing than an old one. Right, right. I mean, yeah, even the original EverQuest one was a theme park, but it 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 didn't make you feel that way. It wasn't a bunch of lines that you had. Yeah, I mean, you could have six alts and do completely different content with each of them. Never see the same stuff. Right. Or up to max level. Well, even, even early, early World of Warcraft was like that, where it wasn't so linear from this zone to this zone and this zone. There were multiple, multiple... Uh, zones you could go to so you were able to pick do i want to go here or do i want to go to another location like there were a lot of things that you could you could do yeah so if if eso starts taking that idea by getting rid of all these lockouts and just making it more better leveled i think it's a pretty smart way to go yeah yeah definitely would definitely would win some favors with Pretty much actually everybody now, I think even even the MMO players have been clamoring for sandboxes for a while, getting sick of the same theme park all the time. So a game that pretty much allowed you to go wherever you wanted would be a big hit, a big, big hit. And it would ring a bell with all the single player Elder Scrolls fans, make the game feel more like that. Um, I like it. Yeah, I think it's a win win for everyone. Yeah, yep, I agree. Can't really go wrong there. Um all right, let's see here. Uh, anyone have anything else to say about that before we move on to our last thing, which is really just an email from the community, uh, from another community member that I wanted to highlight because we're already talking from community stuff. Just wrap it all in at once. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. All right, uh, this last one is from a one of our um, community members. Uh, uh, let's see, Brett. I just want to make sure I said it correctly, Brett. Um, I actually responded to an email before, uh, cause he had emailed me earlier in the week asking about the previous episode and one of the, one of the people I was talking about, uh, who was no longer playing the game who I followed very closely. Um, I, and I took the time to reply cause it was a pretty quick question. Um, he goes, thank you for the quick reply. One thing I noticed on the podcast was you mentioned dungeon scale to the leader. Since the Orsinium patch, it scaled everyone to VR16, even if you are 30 and queue for a dungeon. Now, the first week, we noticed some discrepancies where now and then you went inside the dungeon, then grouped, 
and it would keep the dungeon at your level. But this seems to have been patched out uh, as of the last two weeks. Everything has been scaled to VR16 for us. In my team, we have two VR5 healer and tank and a fresh VR16 DPS. Queue times for us have been uh, instant as we only need one DPS. Last week, uh, one only one uh, last week only one group finder uh it gave us the option to port to the dungeon when we had a full group but that has only happened once we've been running groups like this once every night it has the potential and uh with some more refine with some more refining it can be really good hoping they activate the port to dungeon option each time better playing with other factions and also the extra daily loot option for running we have grouped with level 30s to VR16s and never had any issues completing the daily pledge, but it's in the right direction. That's Brett from Ireland. Um, I don't know if we... I'm going to say, first off, uh, we know it won't scale to your level if you form the group 100% yourself and go in. And I apologize if we didn't make that clear. If you at any time use the Dungeon Finder, it will scale you up. Yeah, I don't use the Dungeon Finder, so I wasn't speaking from the Dungeon Finder at all. Yeah, if you form a four-man party, then it will scale to whoever your group leader is. But you have to form the whole party. Even if you form, like, your your team, you only need one DPS, it will always scale you because you use the, the, the Dungeon Finder. So that's... Um, sorry if, if we were a little mis... mis uh, informing in our information we we meant well in that it's just i think we kind of let it roll through but yes dungeon finder does scale everyone to vr 16 it is a wonderful change because i've been using the dungeon finder almost every day wait is it 16 or 15 they they 16 it scales it to 16 everything is vr 16 helms are vr 16 if you get them um it it's it is a wonderful change and it works really well. I mean, even the DPS queues aren't that long in that game, and maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm I don't know if it's older, like it, time is relative kind of deal. Uh, the time limits really haven't been overly long. I mean, I remember sitting in dungeon queues in in World of Warcraft that felt like longer. I don't know if it's just because I've been running around in ESO picking flowers and then I lose track of time because <laughs> I really think the longest I think I've waited has been 20, 25 minutes or something like that, which for a DPS actually is, is pretty good, to yeah, be honest. Not too, that's not too bad. That's pretty nice. And that's actually one of the longest times I've recorded. I've actually gotten in one time. I, I, today, actually, uh, I, I did the Silver Pledge using the Dungeon Finder and I literally got up to go to the bathroom and come back and everyone was already in the dungeon and had automatically ported me in. Cause I didn't answer the queue, uh, you know, to automatically port. So if you don't answer it, it does automatically port you into the dungeon. Um, I was gone like two minutes. I was not gone long. I literally only had to go pee and go back. And I was like, Oh, I'll just put myself in a, a dungeon finder. I'll go pee. I'll get a drink and I'll come right back. Came right back. I was already in the dungeon. I was like, I, I, I parked myself. Where was I at? I think I was in Deshaun, uh, stealing stuff. And while in Deshaun, I was like, you know, all of a sudden I look in and I'm in the Blessed Crucible and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't where I parked my car. Like, I was so confused at first. I'm like, oh my goodness, I got me in a dungeon already. 
I don't know what I'm more impressed with, the speed at which you got the dungeon or the fact the load screen had finished by the time you came back from the toilet. I know, right? All right. <laughs> double whammy of awesome. Wow, so amazing. <laughs> this is the best game ever. Why does it have good mechanics? No, Dungeon Finder was fast and load screens aren't long. Oh, my goodness. Um, now, the, the load screens have been so much better since uh, the most recent patch. So, uh our console friends out there, you guys are in for a treat because it the late the two point two point six patch, as it was called in the PC. I know, I know you guys aren't on two o. You're on some other number scheme. I don't know what it is, and I should look it up, but I don't because I play on PC. Um, but essentially, regardless of what the number is, we're on the same content. Um, but you're getting the patch that has the has the better load screens this week. So both of you guys are in for a treat because I don't think you guys have experienced the load screens that as anything but slow because the load screen started getting bad after what was it update five or something like four or five is when they started getting progressively worse. Yeah. And and that was like six months before the, the consoles even got released. So oh, you guys yeah. have known nothing but slow. So for you guys, it's probably just going to be, Oh wow. Wow. They fixed it it's so much faster. Now you guys have known no different unless you played on PC. Um, but yeah, so that's exciting. Um, so yeah, Brett, thank you so much for your email, man. And I'm sorry if it took me a while to get to this. Uh, I, I do apologize. I will be working on, on, uh, getting to the emails we get at our contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com a lot faster. I've just been inundated with spam recently from all over the place. Uh, so I've been working with our with our hosting solution who hosts our email going, guys, I need some I need some spam filters put on this email because I'm getting so much crap. So makes it very difficult to respond because then, you know, I go look at an email while I'm at work. Go, oh, I need to sit down and write a response. But by the time I get home, I have 50 spam emails and I forget that. Did I respond to that person or didn't I? So that's that's what I'm dealing with at the moment. And just to confirm, Dungeon Finder at the moment is still faction only. They haven't. No, it no, it's cross faction. Oh, it's cross faction already. Is it? Yes, I actually got a friend request from somebody in in the game who was running with me. It was like, well, I enjoyed running with you, so they added me. And then they were sending me messages going, "Hey, I need a DPS. Uh, do you want to come along for this?" So we, it's a guild group, and they were Aldmari Dominion, and I'm like, "I'm EP, dude. <laughs> Can't help you." Uh, so. Um, no, it is cross faction. The cross faction does work for the dungeon finder. I cannot oh, right. wait till it's they, annoying. yeah, I cannot wait till they add it in um, for um, uh, cross not cross faction grouping for trials and dungeons for groups that you form. That's gonna make uh, Avi and Kilted yeah. our our dungeon running nights so much easier because. We have so many oh, people yeah. in guilds all over the place that it's it's really is a pain to be able to go. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run a dungeon together for EP pledge night, and it's like, well, we have three EP guys on right now, and we have five Aldmari Dominion people on, and two Daggerfall. Wow, it'd be great. We'd actually you know have a fairly decent you know grouping here if we could just all get together and form groups. I know we have a couple people who I've been talking to, uh, Amanda Gray in the guilds. Shout out to her. Uh, she's great. She's been listening and interacting with us on Twitter a lot. And I keep trying to get her to come to the Dungeon Knights, but she's Daggerfall Covenant. 
um, almost exclusively. So uh, Wicked Wolf is another person in the guild. Can't wait to run with him. But most of his characters are either DC or uh, Aldemari Dominion. Um, Like all the rest of my friends over at, you know, like the QGN side, Rage and and, uh, uh, Varwin and KDR Mickey and and, and, uh, Mike Carnegie Wolf, all all these people who I want to run with, but we're all different factions. So... Um, yeah, it makes it, makes it kind of difficult to, to get together. But when that patch comes out that we can start doing cross faction for PVE related stuff. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. So much fun. I can't wait. Cannot wait. At least. And I can use my Daggerfall guys. Yeah. Right. You're, you're poor lone Daggerfall, which I know you're going to be so pissed at because then you'll be like, darn it, Zoss. All my characters I deleted. (laughs) I could have been playing three VRs. Oh Oh, man, all my VR characters that I've deleted. (laughs) So yeah, no, that's that's what that is. So Uh, I'm I'm excited for when that stuff kind of comes in. I mean, it it is definitely in a good direction, at least with the Dungeon Finder, because I really do find groups incredibly fast using the Dungeon Finder now. Now there have been a couple instances. Um, and, and you do this anytime you're running in a, in a dungeon finder group. And I, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm the best DPS. I'm actually, I got turned down for a group earlier today because they asked what my DPS was. And I, and I told them, I told them truthfully, I'm only pulling about 11 to 12 K currently. Um, and I think that'll go up slightly when I get the rest of my agility jewelry, as well as the rest of my VR 16 gear. Um, but I was told outright that no, I couldn't come cause my DPS was too low and it was fine. Cause it was for vet- veteran, uh, white gold tower. And I, I said to him, like, I'm fine with that. I understand. I offered, and he, he was like, yeah, you just need to up your DPS a little bit. This is what you should be shooting for. He was a very nice guy. I'm not, not saying anything about, uh, about that, but I, I was turned down because it is a very hard dungeon. Um, yeah. And you need to have some really high numbers. And right now, my numbers, unless I had someone who was really, really high too, it would be very difficult. And so I need to get my numbers up. And plus, it will also help, I think, when I have better internet and I can weave a little bit better than what I do right now. Because I my I miss so many weave attempts. And that's that's like 30% of your DPS as a stamina is getting that light attack weave in there. Um, so once I have a better ping, that should really, really help as well. Um, but... I have run into issues with the dungeon finder and it's not, it's not Zoss's fault. I'm going to say that it's not, it's, 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 it's the luck of the draw. That's there actually was a buff in world of Warcraft that they gave you, which they give you here too, which is the extra 10% mitigation and healing received or damage and healing received um, to help people because you don't know what you're going to get. You may get somebody who doesn't really know how to play their class in an effective way. I don't want to say the right way. We'll just say an effective way because I, I think a lot of the skills can be used in a right way, but maybe not optimally. So they, they don't know how to do it optimally. And as such, they're only, they're not pulling the DPS that's, that's required or the tanking that's required or the healing that's required. They're set up in a different way and they may not have the skills to change. They may, you know, it makes it very difficult. And I have run across a few of the harder dungeons. Um, I'm trying to think. It's not really a hard dungeon, and people will say it is, it isn't. Uh, it's Veteran Darkshade. Um, Veteran Darkshade is easy, with the exception of Grobel. Grobel's not hard, but it does have a very 
very strong AOE DPS check. Like you have to be able to kill those things quickly. And if your AOE D- DPS is not strong enough, you're going to get overwhelmed by netches. Like you need to have pretty powerful DPS. And I think that's the only one I've run across right now. Um, because I've only been doing the pledges in the dungeon finder. Uh, and when that's up there, that's the only one that's kind of hit or miss. Cause if you don't have good DPS for global, you're not getting the gold key and then people leave cause they want the gold key. So you can't skip him. I don't know. Unless you and then a template, they, a magic template will sort it out for you. you can don't bring me into this. So, so, I can pretty much solo global on your own as a template. It's ridiculous. As the, oh, that Magicka Templar that you're talking about? The... Uh, well, actually, I thought it was my DPS tank at the time, so I actually could handle it as well. So everyone else is dead, and I'm stuck there with my puncturing sweeps, and then when Gribble finally falls down, I finish killing, turn around with the three guys, and then carry on again. Like, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for coming. You guys are great. Love you all. Now, I, uh, I'm i still stamina. I, I've wanted to try that Magicka DPS. It's just, I don't know. I can't do it can't do it every time i tried my dps was just so bad and i don't know why i mean i mean i may try it again i need to respec soon but it's it's kind of at the point right now that the the vr16 gear is so hard to get um because the stuff actually still is pretty expensive like it, it has dropped for the people who is who were talking to me uh they made it rare enough that it's still somewhat hard to get not really hard it's not every mob in orsinium that drops it not every node is is uh vr 16 um so it's still rare enough that the price has dropped by about half that i've seen so it was going from four to five hundred in most cases um now you can find it for much cheaper looking at closer to the 250 range um depending on the buyer or seller uh, so it has dropped, but 250 per thing, it, it's still kind of up there because you need anywhere from 100 to 140 for one piece of gear. So that's a lot. But that, yeah, you're 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 looking at uh, what is that like 30k or something like that, 30 or 40k for per piece, and that's not including the upgrade or the enchantments. So, I mean, yeah, you're you're spending a, a good amount of money just to get gear right now if you're buying everything. And I'm still, I, I'm a miser. I'm still holding all my money. <laughs> I, I have a little, almost 600,000 gold in the bank and I refuse to spend it. Like I, Waiting for that housing, huh? Waiting for that housing, yeah, because I'm waiting wow. for that stuff. You may as well, if you're going to test anyway, you may as well make VR14 or VR15 stuff at most, because if you're not breaking 10k with that gear, then the VR16 isn't going to save you. So there's no point in testing VR16 where you can make a much cheaper, easier set. Yeah, I guess I could make some VR15 Magicka gear. I guess that wouldn't be too hard to do. I mean, as I say, even VR14 using your old Void Steel should do the trick. Honestly, a purple set should be well, more than enough to get you the numbers yeah i mean i personally uh, have so many upgrade mats it doesn't matter yeah exactly i do because i'm a crafter and i hold all the stuff so for me it's i don't have to buy anything um but you're still looking at maybe two to three grand investment just to get things up to purple 
um, per piece if you didn't already have the materials. I just so happen to have been doing so much crafting for so long that it's not, you know, I eat the cost just because I, I have everything. But yeah, it's, I guess I could roll with that. I was going to say, does anyone not have the mats? I mean, my God, the purple stuff and blues, you get thousands of damn things. You know, the green ones, you get a them. lot of. Um, the blues, I have about 200 of. The purples still sell, like, you can still sell purples and stuff like that for nigh on probably close to uh, 900 gold. Some people, depending where you're selling, go from f- and what it is. Um, the price fluctuates a little bit, but it's still, you can still get some, you know, money out of those things. It's crazy. I have hundreds of them. Oh yeah, I, I do too. And I often sell off a good bit until I get down to about 75. I sell them in stacks of four, uh, at like, you know, eight fifty nine hundred a pop and they sell like they do just because people need upgrades and most people take it to purple. Uh, almost everything as by default needs to go to purple. It's just, that's how it goes. It needs to go to purple. Um, legendary people tend to save for near the end, but you know, purple is purple and it's not that expensive to do it. Um, I think I've only had about three items made legendary in my entire time. (laughs) I've actually been too cheap. I cannot cannot make legendary. (laughs) Just can't make the legendary. I don't know. It's too cheap. They just cost too much, like thousands. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it for the tiny upgrade it gives me. Sod it. I'm just. I live with purple. <laughs> nice. I'm with uh, you. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I've been doing. Actually, what do I have doing right now? I actually have my great sword is legendary. Both the daggers that I made are legendary. Uh, my chest is legendary. Like, yeah, I. I, I mean, I even have a lot of legendary. Well, not a lot of legendary. Depends what it is. I think I have like 160 of the legendary mats, but it's all for like the staves, the the wood. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. I really wish I had this in something else, but I don't. All right. That was our discussion topic in our in our mailbag for this week. Thank you so much to everyone who actually sent us um, mail. We really appreciate it. Gave us something to talk about this week. We hope you enjoyed that discussion. And I also want to give a big shout out to all of our Patreon subscribers over at patreon.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network. Thank you so much for supporting us. If anyone else wishes to help support the network and all that we do, you can head on over there. Um, little as a dollar a month you know every little bit counts and that it helps us out helps us do stuff helps us um try to put out quality sort of somewhat quality (laughs) um entertainment for you guys every week so excellent and i'm just hitting a lag spike in eso it's kind of crazy kind of sucks i don't know why never good no, no, I don't know what's going on there. And I really want that Ancestor Silk. I'm staring at it. <laughs> but I think I'm in combat, so it won't let me. All right, let's go ahead and roll right into our gameplay. Avi, why don't we start with you first, because I think you have the smallest amount, because you've been busy with some other stuff, and I know you've been taking a break from ESO for a little bit, just to, just to you know, yeah. which is good to good to do from time to time, just take a step back and, and do some other stuff and... I've been missing you, know, you in game because I need my healer. Uh, you know, it's there's so much work that goes into an MMO, and 
I finally realized that because I'm not really an MMO player, and it kind of hit me really hard. And I went, man, I just need to go play a game. So that's what I've been, <laughs> I've been, that's what I've been doing these last few weeks. I bought a PS4, and I've just been playing some, playing some random games here and there. But I do plan on getting back in soon because I want to do regular Dragon Star Arena with you guys. I want to redo Orsinium mm-hmm. because, man, the story is just so good. I want to get it done on my Nightblade. Just for just for the story, just to redo it and enjoy it, and I've been getting a lot of good advice on uh, magic sets, you know, for my healing and magic DPS. So gotta start getting you to help me craft some of those. And well, that I can do. <laughs> yeah, after talking about all those mats you have, I guess that's a a possibility. To it's get a that good, done. And it's a good thing, huh? Well, yeah. I'm gonna die. So yeah, hopefully I'll hopefully I'll be back in game soon. I'll be back in this week and i'll have a uh, better tales next week that's for sure right well that's 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 fine i mean hey we all gotta take a break sometimes i i always i was telling you guys before the show and it's really kind of funny sometimes i get upset at eso and i'm like you know what screw it i'm gonna i'm gonna step back and i'm gonna play some other games like the witcher or you know whatever so i take a step back and i play the other games but because i do stuff with the guild and for the show i'm like ah, i should really just log into the game so i log into the game and then I go, damn, I love this game. And then I lose track yeah. and I never get back to finishing my single player games because then I get. The problem with the single player is I do something cool and I, I can't show it to anybody. It's just kind of there. It happened. I go, ah. It's a hollow experience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, get a cool piece, I, go, I get a cool piece of armor and it's like, well, I can't really, can't really do anything with this. I guess it helps my stats a little bit. but Right. What am well, I doing that's so hard in this game? Esteldian will actually probably agree with me with this. Whenever I play a single player game, I feel like I'm wasting time. And I mean, not that the game's not enjoyable. They are. A lot of times they are very enjoyable. But to me, the reason why I love MMOs so much is because they're permanent. Like my character stays around. I don't have to worry about a corrupt save unless they really F up at the database center that hold, you know, and and mess up everybody. And then that's another issue. But at least within... The, the the context of MMOs, everything I do, every little bit of time I spend on the characters is making them better in some way, either by power, uh, prestige, through wealth, earning money in game that, you know, makes them, you know, more that they have more buying power in the game. Whatever it is, you're doing something to improve the character. Even if you've reached the quote unquote power level cap, you're working on achievements, you're you're doing stuff with friends, you're you're gaining money. Like, that's it. it's an experience shared which yeah to me is the biggest deal of them all. I mean, that's that's what a role-playing game is in the first place anyway that's why mmorpgs turned up mm-hmm. um, single-player rpgs you know obviously great stories and stuff but the problem is i'd sooner just be reading a book if i want a great story i'll sit down read a book at my own pace put it away if i'm gaming it's just nice to have that social element and just others around make it a living world and that's that's how I like to play. So obviously each to their own, but yeah, I can't do single player games. It just feels very hollow to me. I haven't played a single player game in about a decade. I tried <laughs> Dragon Age for a few days and that, I got bored. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. To me, it's always the permanence of these things, being able to go back years later and still be able to, to see the character without booting up a save, go, Oh my goodness, it's corrupt or whatever. It, it's, I don't know. It, it, some people may be, oh, it's not that big of a deal or it doesn't matter. But to me, that is something 
with MMOs that is the reason why I love playing them. It's the shared experience with friends and the fact that the, your character is always going to be there until the game shuts down or you delete it or you get banned. Going back to a game years later, who on earth would possibly do that sort of thing? Yeah, right? I wonder who <laughs> would be playing a 20-year-old game right now. 16 years old. 16. 16. Hey, don't go 20 here, okay? It's I'm only 16. It. It's only 16. Uh, yeah. Um, for those who don't know what we're talking about, our good friend Esteldian here has been uh, playing on is it are you playing on project 99 or are you actually yes project 99 project project server. yeah um you want to talk about old school hardcore mmos there you go man that's that's some insanity yeah our friend lost level 16 five times in the course of about a day oh you can actually key level oh hell yeah and you can Oh, if you go really bad, you could lead level twice if you're not careful. But Ooh, yeah, so wow. he got to his, he got to his new level where he got new spells because obviously you only get new spells every few levels, and he got them. And it was quite an important level because he gets a spell that increases everyone's magic regen, and he lost the ability to cast that about five t- times for the next three or four hours. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, it's brutal. I remember they had that in Final Fantasy XI, and that was the one thing I never I never liked. Um was the de-leveling to a certain point. I, I I don't, I like harsh death penalties, but I wish they were like, you could literally have a level 65 character or 75 character. And I actually seen someone who did this. It was a husband and wife who they started going through a divorce. So out of spite, the, the woman took the husband's level 75 paladin went and just kept killing him over and over and over again until he was level one gosh yep. that's horrible and that was like three years of work to get up that high <laughs> it's one way to ruin a relationship uh yeah right <laughs> uh, experience experience loss is painful and it is horrible but at the same time the fact you hate it is what makes death so intense oh running yeah running for your life is so you just, even corpse runs alone just don't quite come up when you combine it with the idea of losing experiences it, it crosses between frustration and you know rage quitting to also working your ass off to make sure you don't get a situation where you die. Right. Um, I know I was watching you and a couple things that I, I really liked was the um just the just the group effort of doing a bunch of stuff. Watching you guys do uh looking for your goblins main sword that were quests that spanned entire careers almost or entire you know of a character rather than just half a level or a quarter of a level quest that you picked up and went wow this will get me a super awesome ability when i finish it but oh my goodness the amount of work it's going to take this is going to be like a career-long quest yeah um, i mean fair enough that ghoul being you talk about as that's a thing you sort of do all the way up to level 30 but it's a great weapon in itself but that's actually part of an epic quest which goes on all the way up to level 50 you trade that in for something else and that, that gets traded in for something else after that it's yeah it's a big ass quest pretty much your entire life and then when you get to max level you're kind of ready to kill the raid mobs to actually finish it right and i i love that that's yeah that's awesome i wish more games would do that even even eso i would love for them to have some sort of thing where that you worked on for a very very long time even if it was like a class specific weapon um you know like a templar greatsword like you could pick your weapon kind of like you did at the end of the fighters guild but it was a class long thing that required hundreds of mats. Like you don't even have to be a crafter, but it's like 
in order for us to finish the temper on this, we need a hundred tempering alloys, the, the legendary mats. Like it'd be like hundred. Oh my goodness. You know, like it's just, that's just insanity when you think about it, but that's something you'd be able to do over time. And as you're collecting, you just keep turning them in and you, you see it take up going, Oh wow. I'm, I'm 30 of a hundred tempering alloys turned in. You know, and then when you finally get that weapon that has a special glow that no, you know, that only your class can get, and you're walking around with it, going, "Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah." There's, there's nothing like that. that. That's so much fun to do. So much fun. Yeah, that's kind of the problem, isn't it? Quests tend to be a bit throwaway, but that's kind of the way things are. Yeah. Not, not for ESO, just games in general now. Modern games, yeah. I don't, I don't think a game has. Early World of Warcraft had a few of those early world of warcraft like before the paladin quest to get your charger mount um it was i wouldn't say it was a well it was like a class quest to get the charger mount but it it took a long time because it took a lot of gold took like 250 gold which was a lot at that point um it required you to get rare drops from from like dungeon strathholm full of undead you would just go and farm it and do these dungeon runs and and hope that they dropped there was a lot of stuff in there. I remember sitting in there in 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 uh, zones, going, "Is anyone doing Stratholm today? I need to run it again, and maybe I'll get lucky enough to get one or two pieces of the fifty that I need." Um, and yeah, it was, I love those kind of things, and I wish ESO started doing some of those those epic quest lines that just take a lot of time, a lot of experience, a lot of things you have to do. Yeah, I mean, they could even just implement what's there, isn't it? All the uh, the existing raids, the various Dragon Star arenas, just combine them all into being, you know, doing this thing gives you some part of the item you need to give yourself your class items or your class weapon or whatever it is they're going to give you at the end. Yeah. You could sort of just use the existing contents. It's not necessarily like you have to create a whole brand new set just for it. Well, that would be great. Get people out doing content, helping each other out. Heck, make the items sellable. Like anyone can get them, and that, that a lot of people sold the paladin items because they were just a they were a crafting mat that dropped off of the undead, um, and people would sell them because they were used in recipes. They were used as the paladin quest, so other classes could get them and go, "Hey, I got this. Let's throw it up there." It's a good way of making money too, because people would buy it who had the who was easier to earn money than it was to do the dungeons would just buy the stuff because it's like, listen, guys, it takes me like. 10 hours to do a single dungeon, but in 10 hours I could make enough money to buy five of them. Good stuff. Uh, Steldian, let's talk about your game time. Uh, yeah, I have some game time after having my break from the game. Um, the wife and I actually stepped into Orsinium just last night or the Ooh, night before Friday. Nice. Night. Yeah. So we popped in there and actually started in some of the quests. Um, I got to say, it's a it's a nice looking place, and the quests themselves seemed quite enjoyable. Um, I did a couple of delves while I was there as well. Um, I'm still underwhelmed by delves, shall we say? But mm-hmm. I I didn't get around to doing a public dungeon. I want to try and do a public dungeon because, as we talked about earlier, for anything like the world bosses, color me impressed. That's the one thing I will say stand out in in Orsinium from my ex- from. I mean, it was only about two hours we were there, but. My experience that the world bosses were definitely the big content that I was proper impressed with. I was like, wow, this fight is quite brutal. There's just me and the wife, there's about three or four other people also doing it. So it's mm-hmm. six of us. So it wasn't coordinated, of course, which obviously makes it more challenge. But 
yeah, just wave upon wave of monsters kept coming. And then that's still a huge step up, up, though, from what it yeah. was before. Even if it's needing six or seven somewhat uncoordinated. That's that... what I mean. It, it might just need a group of you coordinate, but you know, there's six or six of us there or whatever, and it was. It was quite nasty, you know. I think wave upon wave of mobs were coming, and because we weren't coordinated, it made it that extra challenging because we were just running all over the place. But yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it, and I thought, wow, that was really good. So at some point, I'll probably have to log on to go and hunt down every other world boss and just in, enjoy all them because that's by far my favorite part of the Orsinian we've done so far. Well, and log in every sure day, to, get the daily. Be sure to pick up the daily. Yeah, exactly. You get some good, uh, good loot from there. Yes, a lot of the new sets come out of the daily quest kind of like how the monster shoulders come out of um come out of the why am i drawing a blank here out of the the pledge dailies the orsinium dailies give you a lot of the new sets in vr16 equivalents so people farm those and do those nice so it's a reason to get out there and do it get a little bit of money chance at um, oh, and actually, before you continue, public service announcement. I don't know if anyone else noticed this. Um, I didn't know this, so maybe that's just my problem. But did you know you can get monster helms out of the silver keys? Yeah, hell, yeah, shoulders. shoulders, shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, got, I've gotten, I've gotten a shoulder out of a silver chest. I feel like. Yeah, I never knew they had that before. I thought it was only it, the it, old ones. It, it was an update they did, but I can't remember when they brought it in. But yeah, as far as I'm aware. Anything can come from the yeah. shoulders can come. So a very, very small chance compared to gold, but the chance is there nevertheless. Yeah, because I actually got a VR-16. It was blue, but who cares, right? I mean, oh, I got the purple mats. I could yeah. make it purple oh, no, if blue. I wanted. <laughs> oh, no, I have to upgrade it to purple myself? Shucks. What is that going to put me out? Three, four hundred gold? Oh, <laughs> screw me. No, it was not a big deal, but I was surprised. I opened it up, and I was like, wait a minute. That's a, that's a monster shoulder i didn't know the vr16s actually had them like at least at least i mean the the silver like i've been doing the silver every day um just for getting the mercenary motifs because i've been selling them off they they, they make a, a they sell quick um they make a decent amount of gold few thousand it's not a big deal but i've been doing it and it's just experience it's fun to play the dungeons i haven't and i've been working on those and doing the silvers and that and um, today's silver one actually got a shoulder out of it. And I didn't know that. Like, I thought it was only the gold ones because never before have I gotten a key from anything but, or a shoulder from anything but gold. Yeah, it got added. Oh, I can't remember. It was definitely sometime around the two points something. Rather, cause I remember talking about it on the official forums at the time because we were talking about how pointless the silver keys were. And I'm like, well, how about, because I actually put it on the board. I said, how about actually dropping some of the dungeon exclusive gear in the silver keys you know so the even whatever sets how about them drop out and people giving other ideas as well and yeah the silver key having a small chance of dropping the shoulders is obviously what they decided to go with in the end yeah and i was amazed at that because i opened up and went wow that works that worked out well for me I, i i enjoyed it a lot i mean it's not a shoulder that i really wanted it was a um malabeth or whatever it is uh one you get from crypt of hearts um, I mean, it's not bad. I don't have a character right now that needs it, but maybe sometime in the future. I don't know. Let's wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I just don't know. All right, continue. I just I had to say that because you were talking about the keys and I'm like, 
or rewards and whatnot. I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably not much more to say than that, really. I say, we just we just started questing through the zone, got to the actual big town, saw the little museum that you got to start questing for, put up the very first item in there, and what the the orc artifacts or whatever they are that we put in there. So that seems right. like a nice nice touch. Um, yeah, I mean, nice place, well, very nicely put together. Um, I say, as my only criticism of the place is just the fact that. Aside from the awesome things such as the uh, the the, um, the world bosses, it's just too damn easy still. Um, and you know, because I mean, my guys are archaic. My guys, let's see, he's not been updated in gear since before Imperial City came out. So his gear is 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 you call it pretty dated by this point. You know, it's decent gear, but <laughs> not legendary and not anything special. But I'd say the mobs just fall over as soon as you come near them. Um, mm. It doesn't help that obviously I I like you know I like to group with my wife you know that's why we play MMOs to play together so it's easy enough just one of you with two of you walking around it's an absolute joke oh yeah I bet right so, not even yeah. worth the time no what I say is it's not worth getting off your horse if one of us engages the other one just sits there on the horse and waits for the mobs to die and we'll just move on it's, hmm. save yourself the effort of getting off the horse but then of course the buggers drop loot so you have to get off your horse <laughs> can I get the loot that's what yeah. I want them to add. They should let you loot while you're still on your horse. So that would be such a big deal for me because then it would just save me from getting off my horse and the wife goes and slaughter something and just go, oh, yeah, I've been down, picked up. Thanks. Well, they, they in, in a way, they've already are working in that direction because they've added the ability to talk to NPCs while on your horse. That was a long time ago, but we weren't able to actually do that before. You, they, they, It just did not work. And now you can talk to NPCs without getting off your horse. So soon, soon we may get the looting. I like it. Yeah, definitely. I'd love that. That would be that made me a very happy man. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, it's it's good to hear that you're you're getting back into the game and and uh, and uh, playing around with Orsinium. I'm definitely excited for that. I know we're looking here uh, towards Thieves Guild is going to be coming out. Oh yeah, Hammerfell. In, yeah, in just a few short months, possibly. It's yeah. not not going to be overly long until such time as as we uh, as we start seeing uh, Thieves Guild come in. So, I mean, I still haven't even done Orsinium yet in 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 great detail. I've just been playing around, um, making making my way through it uh, with my wife and and doing all of that. So, um, yeah, it might be a while till I actually get to experience Orsinium. Um, but we're almost done with with silver. Which... Yeah, that's pretty, my alts are actually in gold still, of course. My DK, but I've realised if they're getting revet ranks, I might just wait till my DK becomes max level. <laughs> so I think because yeah. I've got the chat points, so I've decided I'm not going to bother leveling up my DK anymore because I've already done the gold once. And as we were saying earlier, doing the vet ranks more than once can sort of start making you want to kill yourself. Yeah, so, definitely. I'll, uh, I think I'll just wait at this point um, and then it's become automatic equivalent to VR16 when they get rid of the VR ranks and enjoy it there. In fact, my sorcerer will actually, my poor level two sorcerer will finally be max level as well because I could not be bothered <laughs> to level him up. Isn't it so nice? I'm going to have seven. That's yeah. why at, my, at this Choices. point I just want to get the rest of my characters up to VR or just veteran rank one and then just be like done. Like, that's no. it. I, I almost feel the urge to make a Nightblade now just so I can quickly get him to VR1 get him all <laughs> sorted as well. Yeah. 
right on. Just get that done and, and, and out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, any other gameplay for this week? No, no, that's it. You know, baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, as I'm, I'm stacking the guild bank right now and I wish I was along my other character. Uh, first and foremost, um, let me pull up my, my list here. Cause I wanted to give shout outs. As I said earlier, oops. Um, I had two different people. Uh, I was playing on Saturday with Thais and then again on, um, uh, today I was doing dungeons and I had two separate people come up to me and say, you know, Hey, we know you from Tales. Uh, I want to give a shout out to, let's see, uh, Nevitus Ashfang. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Uh, he stopped the East and I when we were in, uh, where were we at? We were in Holland Stand. We were doing the quest in Holland Stand, uh, which I got to say, that was, part, that was part of my gameplay. Avi, you and I were talking about this. We only have a few places left to go. We have Ashi's, Ashi's, it's a, like a, a mine kind of thing, and then the Hall of Heroes. That's all oh, we the, have the left. mine right next to the Hall of Heroes. Yeah, and, and yeah. Holland Stand. But we were talking about this before, and you're saying how Holland Stand, like the actual quest that that the main quest that led to the, the Hall of Heroes was literally going into Septima's office, reading something, and then running off the screen. Yeah, 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 exactly. But the quest to actually liberate Holland Stand, oh my goodness gracious, it ran you everywhere in the city and i mean the city's not overly huge but it's like run to this end talk to this guy now talk to this guy oh he's conveniently on the other side again okay let's just run through the main street full of imperials uh, slash 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 spell 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 okay they're all dead okay that's great go over there okay all right talk to you okay you want me to go back and tell the guy again uh, all right back across the street again and it, it's like everywhere oh and I've never seen so many taverns. Like, I thought Orsinium had a lot of taverns. I mean, you have orcs, <laughs> so whatever. But it's like, oh, you need to go to the, the Sun Bucket Tavern. Okay. Now go over to the, the Sandy Scrub Tavern. Uh, okay. There's like 15 taverns in Holland Stand. And, and because every, well, they live on the ugly side of Bankerai, man. They, they do. They, they, well, yeah, they definitely live on the ugly side of Bankerai. Um, is it ugly because the place is ugly or the people are ugly? That's why they have to drink so much. All of it. All <laughs> of it. Both, yeah. <laughs> it's it's all pretty bad. And so, yeah, so that was that was the first person I want to give a shout out to. And then, yeah, we were doing the Holland Stand quest um, and finished that up. And, oh, my goodness, that quest is you, – you know how MMO gamers and stuff talk about that fetch quest and, and, and that deal? Like, oh, my goodness, it's another fetch quest or – it's it's the FedEx quest. Oh, run this here, run this here. I have never run so many places for a single quest ever. And it's go talk to this guy. Now go talk to this guy. Go in here and talk to this courtesan. You talk to the courtesan, the guy who you just talked to walks in behind you. Because <laughs> you just have told her. I mean, you're right here. Uh, uh, the the red adder or red asp or whatever his name was. Uh, the the leader of those rebellion. He's like, go over and talk to this person. We need to find a way who who betrayed the city. Well, okay, that sounds logical. So you walk in there, and then as soon as you talk to her, he walks in behind you. Go, yeah. tell him what you what you know. Well, I'm doing this for you. Couldn't you have just asked? Like literally, you're right behind me. Am I the muscle here? Am I just to make her answer? I mean, she's she's a hooker. How much have you not played Grand Theft Auto? It doesn't take a lot of time to beat up a hooker. 
Okay, you don't need me. <laughs> Sorry, I went dark there, but <laughs> it it's it's just like wow, like the amount of running around that you had to do in that quest to liberate Holland Stand was just insane. It was just so much. Um, and I don't say this often about Elder Scrolls Online quests because I think they're great. Holland Stand wants to just be deleted from the game. Like, are, are, I don't know. It, it's just the amount of running. It was it by the end of it, it got to be unenjoyable because of the sheer amount of running back and forth and talking to this person, this person, this person. I, I think they should have just got everyone into one tavern and everyone just sat down and set all their pieces. So I didn't have to run around and then go do this thing. I hate glorified messenger jobs. It's like, dude, seriously, I'm a hero. Why are you sending me around to send mail or something? Yeah. I'm, I'm sending, I'm killing Daedra by the swathes of them. Okay. I'm like, I'm like Drizzt in 10,000 orcs, all right? I'm just slicing through all of them, and you're sending me to deliver a message to a hooker. Couldn't, isn't there someone else a little, you know, more qualified? Do you know who I am? Do you know <laughs> yeah, who exactly. I am? <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff Vader, that is. Jeff Vader, who's he? <laughs> he runs the Death Star. What's the Death Star? This is the Death Star. This is the star. No, I'm not head of catering. I'm Lord Vader. <laughs> Lord Vader, Lord Sir Vader Ham. <laughs> okay, for everyone who doesn't know, that's the Cantina skit from. Uh, oh, why am I drawing a blank? Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Yes, yes. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> that's Jeff, head of catering. Mr. Stevens. Mr. Stevens. <laughs> I could kill Mr. Stevens with this tray. I could hack at his neck with the tiny thin bit and. I could kill you with a thought. I could kill me with a thought. No, you need a tray because the food is... Oh, the food is hot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want... has no idea what it is to look that up. Just put yeah. Darth Vader. You, you have to look it up. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> There's also one done with Lego on YouTube as well. So you've got little Lego figurines doing it all. I, I did see the Lego figurine one. That was, that was, that was humorous. That was really humorous. Avi, have you seen the Cantina skit? Eddie is no, I, I have not. <sighs> Sir, you need to need to do that and report back to me next episode just because right. it has to happen. Will do. <laughs> Kill you with a thought. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's how I feel. It really is. It's like, dude, you, I, I'm sitting here looking, you know, looking at my title here. You know, I mean, it's... I'm, I'm important. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm a very important person. My my apartment smells like rich mahogany. I have many oh, leather bound books. Yeah, no. Sure, I'll deliver you a message. Why not? Yeah, I'll deliver. Okay, just give me the message. Yeah, it, it, that quest was just very annoying, and I I did not enjoy it much. It just was not a lot of fun. Not because the story wasn't good. It was just the okay. Couldn't you just cut out so much of the running? It it really did make me feel like yeah, I didn't feel like a hero. I felt like a delivery boy you know um and it, it was not not enjoy it took away some of the intrigue of the story when it's just like let's just hurry up and get this over with i'm getting tired of running back and forth between these imperials and just slaughtering it's like do i even need to talk to these people you seen how many like i was pulling the entire city at one time just to make it more fun 
because it's like, I don't care. I can handle groups of two or three. I'm sending Thais. Just just go grab all of them. She's like, well, how many do you want? Just everything you see, just cast a spell and run it back here. I'm just going to biting jabs it all to death. And it just, it just was not very enjoyable. And I, I think they could have done almost anything to make it better. <laughs> um. Yeah, wow, I'm running across. People are doing the mad ogre quest, but I'm not doing it because I'm going to wait for Thais. That's right. <sighs> um, yeah. All right, so then we did that. We we had about two and a half hours, almost three hours of game time, but so much of it was running back and forth in Holland's stand that we didn't get to actually finish Bancori like I thought we would this week. Like, I honestly thought we were going to finish Bancori this week. Um, and finish off now we did get the achievement for like the hero of the Daggerfall covenant uh if you're following me on twitter i've taken to spamming my achievements when i get an achievement i take a screenshot and i post it on twitter uh, i noticed that if you don't like it then go screw yourself um i don't know I just, or just unfollow just unfollow yeah i don't <laughs> really care i mean it's my personal twitter but that's what i'm doing like it's fun for me to do because I, I like to show off. What, what can I say? It, it's it's fun to show off. And some of them are, are not all that interesting. Some of them are just what they are. They're not really anything super special. Um, but it, it's fun to actually go ahead and, and, and do these things. Now this cat will not leave me alone. And it's race the perks of an MMO. Exactly. You show off. I, I, I have to show off. If I don't show off, what's the whole point of this? You know, I don't get my E-peen up. Um, a single player game. Yeah, exactly. I can't even show off myself. Why do you think even Steam and and Xbox started doing trophies so you could show off what you do in single player games? Because they that's that's why PlayStation put a PS share button right on the controller, right? Like, oh, share share your share your moments with people that can't see it or see it. Exactly. It's it's. Let's see. How far back did I actually go? Uh, I talked about the mercenary achievement last week, right? Getting all the mercenary style. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, oh, uh, I got Veteran Kwama Slayer, uh, defeat 200 Kwama in Veteran Darkshade Caverns. Um, I got that this week. I got Bangkorai Adventure, which was complete all 30 or 36 quests in Bangkorai. I'm obviously not done yet, but they give you a little bit of leeway there. Um, that finished off Hero of the Daggerfall Covenant, which was completing all of the Daggerfall Covenant, um, Quest achievements. So I got the Covenant Hero title and the Covenant Blue Die. That's always exciting. Uh, Bangkorai Pathfinder. That's just, you know, an exploration one, but still kind of neat. As well as the thing that finished it off was that gave me the Bangkorai Master Explorer, which was the Cave uh, Delver and the Pathfinder achievement, which gave me the Wisp Blue Die, as well as the Daggerfall Master Explorer which was doing all of these things, which gave me the Orical green die. So that's exciting. Um, so yeah, those are the achievements I got so far this week. Oh no, I got another one. Veteran Spider Kith Slayer, which is Slay 200 of the Spider Kith in uh, Crypt of Heart, Veteran Crypt of Hearts. Um, and then just while I was on the show, at the very beginning of the show, I got my most recent expand. Thing which I'm pulling up on the screen right now, which is Sneak Thief Extraordinaire successfully pickpocket 1,000 citizens of Tamriel. 
crazy. Oh, very nice. I'm a dirty bastard. <laughs> I've actually been running around with my bags full because I haven't been able to... I can only launder 50 things and fence 50 things. Well, you know how many things I stole? <laughs> I have like over a thousand items in my bag right now of stolen goods that I can only do about a hundred a day on. It's like, okay, well, my next week is pretty much full because I can't do anything else. Cause I don't have any points in the, in the perks that allow me to sell more because I really was only doing this for the achievement and the die. So I didn't really spend a lot of points in the ledger main. So <laughs> nothing special there, but yeah, I've been, I've been putting out my achievements on Twitter and that's been a lot of fun. Um, oh, and that's brings me to my second shout out. Um, as I was telling, oops, no, that's not the one I need. It's this one. My second shout out goes to, I'm going to try to pronounce this, uh, Nineva, N-Y-N-E-V-A-E. Um, when I was doing the daily silver pledge, I told you guys I got ported, you know, while I was taking my bathroom break, I got ported into the dungeon and as soon as I poured it in the dungeon, everyone was saying, hello, hello. And um, this this person was like, hey, it's Zelos. And I go, hello. And uh, they were like, oh, what's up, man? I love the podcast. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So two days in a row, I had someone um, see me in game and flag us down going, hey. And that was, that was that's that's always really nice. I, I, uh, I, I really like knowing that the community listens and comes out and say hi. I mean, I don't bite hard, and uh, I like it when uh, people stop by and go, hey, I like the show. It's great. I love that kind of feedback. So I, I do encourage people to do that and um, make it your name shouted out on the show. So there you go. Those are my shout-outs for the day. Um, otherwise, I've been just running around Orsinium. I haven't done any quest on my main yet because every all the nodes scale up to whatever your crafter is. Well, my crafter is my main. Um, so he's running around gathering materials, whether it be alchemy materials and, and things like that. He's just he's doing all of that. And um, but I'm not doing any of the quest or anything because I'm saving all of that for when Thais and I play. And we're almost done with silver and then we're going to start gold, and then we're going to do Craglorn. So I'm going to need a third person, whether it be Mr. Avi or Arcaneer. I, I, I said one of you two will probably come if I send you a message going, come play with Thais and I on a Saturday night, and let's do some quests. Because I really want to do... Available. Excellent. Because yeah. I really want to do all those quests, sit down and, like, you know, like we do. Um, I don't want to just ask in chat, because the way we play the game at least the first time is we listen, we'll sit and listen to the dialogue. We, we like doing that. Um, and it's kind of hard to ask some random person. Oh, wait two minutes while I'm sitting here listening to this. Cause they're like, let's just, let's just go. Right. But when I run with you and I run with arc, you guys will listen to the quest as well. We get the full story experience and that's, that's what I want to do. I actually have, uh, if you look at my camera right now, I actually have to pull it up so I can see what I'm doing. Because I've been doing um, uh, Craglorn Knights in the past, I have so many things cleared. Even though I never accepted the quest, it still marks as cleared. So I printed off a handy-dandy map of Craglorn. <laughs> wow. And this handy-dandy map, I have a little red marker that when I 
finish something, I cross it off of here. That way, despite what my map says I discovered in-game, this shows me what I still have yet to do in order of sitting down and listening to the quest. Yes, that's how nerdy I am. So I have my little handy-dandy map of Craglorn stuffed into my desk. Because <laughs> that's one of the things that I, I, I like to do. I, I wanted to go through all the story. And I know a lot of the quests are, are daily quests in, in um, Orsinium. Or not Orsinium, but in... in uh, Craglorn. Craglorn. But they still have good stories to them. And I would actually like to sit down and listen to the story once or twice. At least that's the goal, anyway. I still haven't done the Craglorn story, so... Oh, yeah, the actual... It's all new to me. The actual one-time story? Yeah, I've done a few of the daily quests. Now, I didn't listen. I just kind of space-barred through them, to, you know, to while we were doing our uh, Craglorn nights. But, yeah, I had, still have the, the... What is it? Gazer at the... What is the quest? I'm actually pulling it up here right now. Um, Craglorn, the Stargazers. <laughs> Ask or about the, the game. Yes. No, I, I, I got past the cart. Now that now it says go up the hill and ask about the stargazers. So I'm, I'm a little further along. <laughs> my, my Breton Templar hasn't even been to Craglorn yet. So or I don't uh, think she or maybe she has. I think I went fishing there. I can't remember. I don't remember if you went. You know, you went fishing there the one day we were we were fishing. OK, I couldn't remember if it was with her or with my Khajiit. Well, actually, you know, now that you, I, I'm almost positive you did with her because we did it one or two nights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I did take her on there. One night it was your cat because I remember the some Khajiit because we were doing it and I'm sitting there just when fishing and on, when I snuck up on you. Yeah, I start slashing her. So I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Then it's you. <laughs> um, but I think the second time you brought Estelle of the North. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And she's been there. Yeah, she's she was there fishing in that big lake. But there's so much in Craglorn I still want to do and and experience and, and go through. Um, and uh, the only way to do that is you need at least three players because not because the quests are difficult. I think between Thais and I, like I'm able to do almost everything solo. She has heals and DPS. She can throw a heal down and it'd be fine. It's the fact that you literally can't do it because there's certain quests that require like even the, the spell scar quest requires three separate people to pick up the different elemental auras. One person can't pick up more than one and you need three of them in order to open the gate. So that that right there uh, is why I haven't done it. Yeah. I just say I really hate that too. I mean, I think it was an awful design. I mean, as someone who is a big, I love grouping type thing, I like to group because the content requires it, not because of some BS requirement that sort of gates you from doing it. It's like, oh, you need each of you to hold this. So what you're saying is you give me an, a, a quest that's soloable, but you need me to have three people just to carry this crap with us. It's like, no. It's like that's, that's a very half-assed way of making it group content. So I'd rather just they they redid Craglorn and got rid of those sort of pointless requirements. If you're good enough to do it on your own, let people do it on their own. I agree. Like it, it really is. It's not the fact that I couldn't do it. It's the fact that I literally cannot get through that door because I can't be in three places at once. And it's 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 annoying. It it's yeah. You know, and we're all and Estelle and I we're both about group content, but not in that way. Not in that cheesy way where it's like, great, now I have to make the content even more trivial yeah. by bringing along a, a third person because he has to stand on a plate at one point in this dungeon so I can get through a gate. 
Yeah, the content isn't hard or challenging or anything like that. You just have to have somebody that can stand on that button. That's kind of like, what was I doing? Back early, I think in early Wrath or whatever, we were soloing a lot of the old raids um, in, in, in World of Warcraft. And we were doing it to try to get Thunder Fury or whatnot. And I always had to have a friend with me. Not because the content was difficult, because we were so overleveled. Because one boss always, as part of his mechanic, mind-controlled somebody. And if he mind-controlled you, he reset. So you had to always have one person to deactivate it. Because it was designed for a much larger group of people, obviously. But when you're so overleveled, we're like, we just want to get by this boss so that we can farm some of the Dragonite ore or whatever it is that we needed in order to finish a legend, an old legendary weapon for no other greater reason than we just wanted to collect it. But you couldn't without having another person there just because you couldn't beat the first boss because it the mechanic actually required at least two people so he wouldn't reset. Now, they eventually changed that, but it was just those kind of things don't create difficulty, at least not when you're so powerful they overcreate. Um, that one actually probably did create difficulty, but um, it was just an example that came in my head. Yeah, when you have to stand on a platform, it's like, couldn't I just push that boulder that's sitting over there on top of that platform and accomplish the same thing? The, the Zelda way, man. Just push the boulder on top and keep it locked down and then can run I, into your thing. Can I kill this guy that's sitting right outside fishing and drag his lifeless corpse in here and lay it on it? Couldn't that work? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, instead, you got to get some hero to come along and stand on a platform. Frankly, I'd be less than sort of have to do a very large delivery quest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you invited me to this party. You're like, you need me to conquer this amazing quest. You're like, no, we just kind of need you to stand on that platform. Just stand right just, here. Just right there. There's your mark. Like they sat down there with the actor tape and write a, taped a big X on it. Just right there. That's your mark. Don't move from it. <laughs> and when you're done, send this letter to that courtesan. I like it over in Bangkok. <laughs> and send this letter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it, it it is annoying and that's one of the reasons why we haven't done the quest because so many of them have those artificial blockers that you just need another body and it, it's annoying i wouldn't mind if the content was actually literally difficult that you needed the people that would be wonderful yeah, that, that'd be cool you know but it's not it's i need avi to stand on a platform Pretty much, it's it's one of those things where it's almost like we could almost two-man all this stuff, even though we would much rather do it with friends, because like I said, that's why I have you guys who like do... It's nice to have people like you and um, Estelle and Avi who, who love doing the quest the way we do, like at least the first time listening to it and really digging into it, um, because then we can sit and do those quests. But it's almost like it would be easier for us to two man it at times and then just call in chat. Hey, we need a third body real quick. Come. Yeah. Stand. Yeah. Right there. Right. There. Okay. Good. Now you can go back to what you're doing. That's yeah, what it feels like. It. And putting out, it's kind of, it kind of reminds us of those old MMO tropes. Uh, Steldian looking for a res. Anyone in the zone that can res. Okay, good. All right. Thank you. All right. Here's your tip. You can go, you can go back to what you were doing. Thank yeah, you. That's okay. Minute paying some money for you to pop over here and yeah oh my goodness that's uh, that's probably what i would have had to do if there was no if i didn't have a uh, friends who actually liked listening to the story would be like paying a thousand gold for someone to come in here and stand on this platform that's all you got to do we just got to get through this gate all right there you go thank you <laughs> i gotta admit i do wonder what people do because if they don't like doing the quests or, or reading it i think 
you go, what are you doing? Like my complaint earlier was I like doing the quests, but the actual getting from A to B is tedious because the mobs are boring and get in the way. Well, if you just spam through the quest, what the hell are you playing for? I just only wonder that the, yeah. it's not the killing or the challenge and it ain't the quest for the, the story, then wow, that'd be really meaningless. Yeah, this, this game has so much beautiful lore and it's just why wouldn't you want to do the quest in that manner now because well, let's face it i mean if you really think about it there's no raids to go to at least as of right now there'll be what so what end game content other than pvp is there and if you're not vr you know you're getting scaled up it's there's really nothing that requires you to be vr 16 almost everything can be done at pro- earlier levels except for maybe like veteran master marina but Actually, no, you can do it at earlier levels. It just doesn't qualify for leaderboards unless you're VR 16. So I think it would probably even scale down to like VR 1 or whatever. If you really want to do veteran at low levels, you could. But would it matter? Like, I mean, it would to you. You're experiencing the content. But nothing really requires you to actually be, you know, max level in this game right now. Even even the current trials, the way they are, we when we were running trials, as long as we had a few VR 14s at the time, we would take in VR 10s. And I know Estelding, you did the same thing. You would you'd bring in sub VR 14s into your raid, at least a handful of them. Oh god, yeah, healers used to be as low as VR one sometimes, but then they changed the rule where you couldn't contribute, so healers weren't getting any drops, which was a bit harsh on them. But right, I think they fixed that again eventually. Yeah, yeah, there's just. They weren't that level difficult, except for some of the hard modes. Some of the hard modes earlier on were were difficult. I'm not giving them that. They probably still would be if they scaled them up, but they haven't. Um, That it it would require people. But all right, guys, that's kind of our gameplay for this week, and uh, pretty much the end of the show. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a fun show. I, I at least I think so. Not not a lot of news. We had some good little short discussion topics and we got to talk gameplay so um let's go ahead and go around to give everyone's final thoughts and where they can find you let's start with Esteldian. uh yeah so it's yeah not not much to talk about and yet two hours later or an hour and a half later we're finally <laughs> finishing the show yeah yes you know i even said it was going to be a short show well and, that'd be why yeah that is the reason we just talk uh-huh. too much but no it's fun i say it was nice to dip my toes back into the game again and check out the the new zone experience the world bosses so hopefully i'll get them all dead at some point excellent um and where people can find you if if any i mean you can even do your p99 if you want people to find you there uh yeah well asteldian in eso asteldian on the saga of simian boards asteldian in everquest Project 99 it's pretty much been my name for the last 16 or so years so <laughs> If you go to a game, type it in. If I'm there, it's probably me. That's uh, sort of how I am with Agelos. It's been my name for actually probably about the same amount of time. I think I picked up Agelos in World of Warcraft early. Early. No, no, it was way before that. I had some other names in there between, but I've had Agelos for a very, very long time. Almost as long as my, my real name. So if you if you call Agelos... Even while I'm out in the real world, I would probably answer. I mean, what? Yes. What's up? Yeah, I probably would. It's not just telling you. Yes, what? What's up? Yeah. Hey, what do you need? Yep. Same here. Same here. <laughs> All right, Avi. How about you, sir? 
Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, I need to get back in game, but I enjoyed my I enjoyed my break. Uh, as to where to find me, you can pretty much find me everywhere at Avi Optimal. It's A-V-I-O-P-T-I-M-A-L. I'm even on PlayStation now, so you can add me on the network. And yeah, excellent. As for me, you can find me in game in uh, the Elder Scrolls Online at Agelos A G G E L O S. Send me a message. Send me a tell. I don't care. I like that. I like when people say hi. Hello. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Agelos A G G E W. No, A G G E L O S. You think I I know my name? Underscore W O F is my Twitter one. I talk about games. Mostly Elder Scrolls Online. You'll see lots of tweets about my achievements in game because I can and I like it. Um, you can follow this show at Tales of Tamriel on Twitter. You can follow uh, the network itself on Twitter at Dungeon Crawl Net. Of course, we have a Facebook page, Tales of Tamriel Podcast. People do use that still and, and leave us messages. Um, you can follow the show and everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com or DungeonCrawler or YouTube.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork. We have all of our videos we do, um, all of our podcasts, all of our tutorials that we have done in the past, Let's Plays, anything we've been doing is over there as well for your viewing pleasure. Um, Yeah. Don't forget some of our other shows on the network. We have The Midnight Hour hosted by Broden. It is really funny. Uh, It is a more mature rated show. There's no language barriers, um, but it's a general gaming podcast. We have the Dungeon Crawler Network podcast that was recorded last night on short notice, um, and that will be posted up later on this week. You'll hear this one first, so you'll be able to listen to it, and that one comes out a little later in the week. Um, Chocobo Nights for the Final Fantasy fans, um, and I think that's about it. Our Dungeon Crawler Network site has the Dungeon Crawlers a webcomic, which has been very Skyrim heavy the last few weeks. So definitely check that out. Latuna has been working on that very diligently and has been doing a wonderful job. Uh, So check her out as well. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Tales of Tamriel. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, people. Serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortal sway. And so.